couldn't just leave I'm on my best win, no best friend Strong mind nigga, so what's a yes man? You tapped out, all the seduction You see that cash route? Bag full of demons, speed drill Leave them gas down, they stretched out Choking on beliefs, you get mass clown It's evident, four bar build Only heaven sent, so match that Tapping the madness, let's get the sound back Lost in my head, no fear That what ain't said, this shit is dead To be rare, takes a certain height You ain't aware, see the dream in the smoke Then the vision starts to clear Not a message, just a statement, show the essence I'm back, boy, sliding any bag Double back, never cap, boy Ride with the max, dog, get at him Break backwards, just we'll hit the gas Or fully loaded, you stack wrong Running and gunning, VG Never jam, boy, perfect aim Lining up, nigga, don't act hard What it is, what it do, folks. Back for another one. Fan of fan talk. And look who I got today, y'all. Look who I got today. Y'all know it's about to be a goodie. Y'all know it's about to be a goodie. My main man, State. What up, bro? How you feeling, baby? Yo, what's up, man? What's up? What's up, man? I haven't done one of these live streams in a couple of weeks. It's probably the first day I had to myself in a long time probably like two months so that's the that's another reason why people haven't seen me do die hard state of mind with my guy evil so i'm gonna try to get one of those in today as well so what's up man okay, man how you how, let's talk about the knicks man <laughs> Yo, bro you know you know i got the questions ready to go bro i gotta start it out the gate man so as we know rj was sick as hell like, super sick. He had no legs, no lift, no bounce, no twerk, no shot, no nothing. We had a coach yep. in the name of Tom Thibodeau that didn't decide to be like, I know you want to play, but I'm going to make the executive decision to be like, no, you need to sit down and get well. We watched how RJ's game plummeted. We watched people bash him. We watched people try to trade him away. Then when it came down to this final end game, he said he finally got his legs back. Did you see the bounce of that man? Did you see the efficiency of that young man? Did you see yep. how when he's better, it pushed Randall to be like, yo, you're the third option, bro. I just wanted you to know that. Like he had to remind Randall, like, yo, bro, you're the third option, my guy. Fall back, bro. But my question to you is, what do we how how should NBA fans feel? How should Knicks fans feel? How should the front office feel about Tom really playing RJ like that with the bulk of minutes he had to play in those sick games? Period. So, like, why did why did he do that? So for me, uh, mind you, RJ, 25 points, 10 for 16 from the field, eight rebounds, two assists, 75% from three. Um, RJ Barrett, and season statistics without the whole six shit. He's averaging 21.6 rebounds, three assists on 45% shooting from the field. For me, it's it's a gift and a curse with Tom Thibodeau. Like, you can understand why he continued to play uh, R.J. Barrett. And you can understand why he continued to play R.J. Barrett because that's the number three overall pick. He just got $120 million and he got to keep shooting. 
Uh, I didn't like the fact that he kept R.J. Barrett out there uh, while he was hauling ass, to be honest with you. But at the same time, you gotta he got to push through it. <laughs> RJ got to push through it. You shooting bad, so what, bro? I didn't give him no excuses during his sickness. The most I said was something is wrong. Um, something is up to the point where I, I even had to, for the first time, I even had to at RJ like, yo, bro, what's up with you, bro? Like your shot not falling. And even his game yesterday, he had six turnovers. So it wasn't really um, a, a great bounce back game, in my opinion, for my standards for RJ Barrett. But at least he showed signs of life. Um, you could tell he had a pep in his step on defense last game. Uh, he checked SGA a couple times. He he did a, a, a okay job. He did better than the last game we played him. I know that for a fact. Oh, he got and um, you know, he just got played through it, bro. So you know, with Tibbs, he's right and he's wrong at the same time. He's he's right about continuing to play RJ Barry, make him play through his struggles. But he's dead wrong because when you see him struggling like that, you got to bench him, and he did bench him rightfully so. Um. The other day, I think that was on Sunday, he benched them. But you benched RJ and you didn't bench Randall in that same game. And I had an issue with that. And I took the next Twitter with that issue. Uh, it's it's about having accountability across the board. Um, and I just feel sometimes he just treats Tibbs specifically, just treats certain players better than others. But, you know, RJ Barrett, thank God that he had a game that he had yesterday and he showed some signs of life. He definitely did. He definitely does look like his feet is under him again. Um, hopefully he continues this streak. But, you know, RJ Barrett is a hot, cold player, man. It's just we just going to have to accept that. Uh, he's been cold every November, his NBA career. Uh, I don't know if it's the New York weather, <laughs> but you from Canada, my brother. <laughs> it's all the weather, bro. It don't matter where he go. He could go on a road trip. He could be here when it's November. He is checking out. I see y'all Christmas. <laughs> like, <laughs> so so it's it, it's tough. I had a video up the other day, and it was the video where RJ Barry dunked on Gonzaga um during the Maui Invitational a couple years ago, and he went coast to coast and he dunked on Roy Hachimura. But he looked skinnier there. He looked more spry. He looked more athletic. So, you know, I I think the putting on the whole muscle thing for R.J. Barrett, I think uh, it was detrimental to him to start the season. But it looks like seeing this game, he, he's kind of getting used to it. Well, it took him about a fucking month for some change. But let's see, man. Let's see. I And I still don't like the way how Tibbs use him because – Yesterday, he could have had 30-plus. Thank you. Thank you. Because it makes no sense how he's playing efficient how you want him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brunson is taking over. But Brunson didn't do that to what? Almost like the, the fourth quarter where he really started going crazy? Yep. Oh, why did RJ only have nine shots in the second half? Uh, yo. That's the point. That's the part I don't be understanding. Like, you, we, bro, we paid him $120 million. Why is he still not – why is he still getting treated like third, second, fourth options in different situations? Like, we never get a complete game unless – because, you know, people like to refer back to last year. 
unless it was like a situation where Randall's just really out or Brunson got to be out the game. Like, why do we have to wait for multiple people or a certain person to be out for RJ to get a complete game for him to go crazy, especially when he doing good? So, <laughs> so this is my answer to that. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randall both have scored 374 points this season. They are tied the ninth most points in the Eastern Conference. Um, this Julius Randle conundrum, even though he had 25 points last night, 11 rebounds, not for 16 from the field, he just takes the ball and just suffocates the offense to the point, like, like I, I, I can't explain it, bro. Like, R.J. Barry, he had nine shots in the second half. I felt like he needed more, even more shots. But at the same time, when you got a guy like Randle, who takes it upon himself to go ISO and get his shots off. And you got another guy in Jalen Brunson who finally played a good point guard game last three, four games. Finally. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the fucking party. God damn. Him with the ball hogging nonsense. But, you know, it's Julius Randle, bro. Like, it, it's – you want RJ to get more shots, but at the same time, Randle got to get his and, you know – Kudos, kudos to Randall for the for the good game last night. But his body language, like he's a sore winner and a sore loser. Like I never seen some shit like it, bro. Never ever like. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. Did you just like, say a sore winner? He's a sore winner, bro. Like break I that never, down because we saw the clip. It's it's roaming around, but break that it, down, like for the people that don't know. Never like his attitude, like his body language. Like I don't like it, bro. I don't like I like and the way he bumped Obi, like he tried not to think nothing of it, but his resume as a Nick can't put it past him, yo. Yo, brother, when I seen that bump in my mind, I'm like, yo, Obi, you are from New York, bro. Stop playing, man. Like, stop playing, bro. Obi he gave him that look. Like, you see, he gave him that Brooklyn look. Like when they bumped, yeah, I peep that. I peeped that and I was like, all right, at least you did some. I'm like, yo, don't just, you know what I mean? Like, stop, stop, yo, stop playing with him, son. Like, you feel me? But of course, I'm not wishing no harm on no players. I'm not wishing no fights. But yo, you gotta stay in your ground because he's wilding. Like, bro, Randall, you still got yours. RJ got his. This time, and if you want to think about it, why are you even mad, Randall? You scored 30 plus already. RJ scored his 30 game. Why Brunson couldn't get his 30-piece? Like, bro, IQ bounced back at 18. Like, you got Grimes going off, bro. Matter of fact, why are we on the topic of that? Because we're going to come back to Randy. Mm -hmm. Bro, let's, let's really talk about it. A lot of people do not want to accept the fact that even though IQ had a great game last night, it is mm -hmm. unfortunate. But with the play of... Cam Reddish to start the season until this injury that just happened. And with the few games we've seen from Grimes, I think they extra made it to the point where you could say IQ is kind of expendable, bro. Like, <laughs> and a lot of people don't want to accept it. And then when you add in features of how you see Deuce playing out at Roses out, you could kind of say IQ is kind of expendable. Now, me, I'm trying to be generous. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say that, you know, unfortunately, 
we have to do it because we all know that you're not moving Evan by himself. Mm-hmm. And if we don't want to attach a, a boatload of picks with him, IQ is going to have to be attached with him because in my mind, Rose can move himself no matter what. Mm-hmm. People just um, accept it at this point. For me, I disagree with you only because... <laughs> Mind you, I don't want him to go, but it's like I'm just trying to I'm trying to just ease my mind that if it happens, like I I just like all right, cool. So from a basketball standpoint, uh, I'm not moving quickly because quickly is a hellish defender. Like his defense from his rookie year to now, it's the reason why I called him Avery Bradley. Like when I first looked at, I said, Nah, he's he's a combo guard. He's Avery Bradley. Once I started getting into that mindset of he's A.B. Bradley, I didn't look for him to be a point guard anymore. Uh, I think quickly he's worth at least 14, 14 is uh, $17 million per year. Uh, I think he's a good player. You can play him on ball. You can play him off ball. Uh, quickly could guard one through three. He could probably guard some fours. Uh, I seen him stood up uh, SGA a couple times yesterday. So that's good. I think, the thing with quickly, when I think about quickly in contract, it brings me back to Julius Randle, Evan Fournier, and Derrick Rose. Those three guys make three hundred. Um, those three guys make two hundred million plus together. Um, you will have to move one or two of those guys to keep quickly in the building and Cam Reddish in the building because they're due for contract extensions. Uh, I think Cam Reddish and Quentin Grimes is a. a Beautiful blessing to have. And don't forget, um, you still got to pay Obi too. Yeah, and it, it it's tough. I think one of those guys will be left out from being paid this summer. Um, if it was up to me, I'm paying Cam Reddish, and I think I'm locking up uh uh quickly. The reason why I wouldn't lock up Obi at first is because of the Julius Randle situation. What are you doing with Randle? When you find out what are you doing with Randall, that's when you can figure out the Obi Toppin situation. Uh, the quickly situation is kind of different because we could easily find a, home, a new home for Evan Fournier and Derrick Rose. I think you you would have to attach some assets to get off of Evan, Con- Evan Fournier's contract. Um, it's not really an issue now, but it will be an issue this summer when it comes to trying to pay quickly. So hopefully quickly... Uh, is a Nick for a long time. I, I did like his play lately. And um, overall, Quickly quickly has responded. Uh, I challenged Quickly a couple weeks ago, uh, I think a month ago, and I challenged Quickly on ball hogging. Yeah, um, definitely did. <laughs> the, 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 ball hogging, the ball hogging nonsense had to end. Uh, you, he's a better basketball player than that. And I'm glad I challenged him because since I did, He's been playing way better. And I think last night he had 18 points. He was 6 for 8 from the field, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 75% from 3. He was great last night. I I think we should invest in quickly and invest in his long-term development. If we're going to develop him into an elite bench scorer, let's do that. Let's do that. So my thing is this, right? How do you – how would you go about – this trade deadline because there's a move that there's a move that needs to be made 
we still have to make a move regardless, right? Yeah. But we still want to keep these players. Do you feel like, well, first, we both know that before anything, we need to figure out a way to to pay Cam Reddish before we even get to the to the, to the summer. We need to pay him now. We need to pay him right now. Lock him up now, because if not, it's a wrap. He he yo know, he could basically he's basically betting on himself. So I don't I don't think I want to play that game with Cam, bro. Like lock him up now. Um, after you do that, right? Mm-hmm. Can you say? That instead of using IQ as the attachment, could you possibly use iHeart? Because the way that I see him, Tom, running with Mitch and the way Sims is balling out, they're like, the only reason why, and I think, who was it? I believe Bones. Shout out to Bones VSN. Y'all already know. Make sure y'all go to the website, VentureSeasonNetwork.com. Check it out. But my guy Bones, he brought up how he felt like Tom was running iHeart wrong. He should never be playing center. iHeart should have been should have been playing a, like a backup four spot. So I'm like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. I never thought of it like that. But in a trade aspect, could you possibly pull out IQ and throw iHeart in that exchange? Absolutely, but um, but see, that's the type of deal that you send Evan and iHeart to a contender. Like a a, a rebuilding team is not. No, I believe all of these guys that get traded out, they're going to contenders just because of, I guess, the quote unquote uh, relationship they have within the organization, just to be fair to them. I I believe Evan, especially D Rose, if he gets traded out, he's going to a contender. Like that's a must. If he don't, that's a slap in the face. But I feel like every guy that we trade out, they will go to contenders. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know if a team would take that package. I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Would Would you, you as a GM, if I propose to you, you're a contender. You need a center or a backup four, and you need a shooter, or you might even need all three aspects. Would you take a package of iHeart Evan or iHeart Evan and D Rose? Would you do that? Uh, nah. You got to give me quickly. Uh, I'm, I'm just see what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> now you yeah, see why I say that, bro? That's why I say IQ is the man out. You proved my fact. See how quick you said that? Like that's but, why I'm saying, like, people gotta accept it. It may be a possibility, bro. And it's sad and it sucks. But that's why you have to think about the positives. Nobody thought like no cap. I'm starting to understand why he really was untouchable. Like no, I, these little couple of games, I'm like, damn, that that boy is different. Then when he said he was like, I'm going back to how I was playing in college, I instantly rewatched the tape and I was like, oh snap, that's the version we really want. It's over. He, yeah, he got to stay here. Like, yeah, yeah, like it, it, it's, you that. huh? You could win with that. You could you you could do something with that. Man, go ahead, break it down, like. For the people that don't really watch the Knicks, break down how much of gems we found in just Grimes and Cam Reddish and why it's pushing the bill to where you have to think about maybe IQ has to be the young guy out as a kid. Um, Cam brings modern – he's a modern wing. He's a modern NBA wing. 
he's way different from RJ Barrett. Um, RJ Barrett is he's an old school wing to me. He's a in the the archetype like Paul Pierce, one of those guys. Like he very old school, very mechanical, north south. Um, what you see is what you're gonna get. But Cam Reddish. He brings an element of athleticism and defensive prowess that we just simply don't have on this team, along with Quentin Grimes. Um, watching Grimes yesterday, I was I was impressed. I love what I seen from Grimes yesterday. Even though I, I still view Cam as the starter, those two guys, you absolutely – if it was up to me, those two guys we absolutely pay before Reddit – I mean, before um, OB and quickly. But at the same time, Obi Toppin is a guy who's also a modern forward uh, athletically, and he can hit the three ball now. So um, those two guys over quickly in a deal, in a deal, I would absolutely choose quickly to trade first. But um, if it was up to me, really, I'm keeping all three because I the, the, the defensive prowess, bro, like you can't coach certain things like certain things is just talent and effort and um i believe that you can't teach effort as well so when people used to say cam reddish was lazy i felt like that was a dumb narrative uh with grimes he could guard one through three reddish he could guard one through four uh it's tough man i'm glad i'm not the gm of this team for me personally um i don't know what quickly would garner on the open market, but for the record, I did tell Eru even last year, Mitch Robinson is worth sixty million. He's going to get his sixty million, and he got his sixty million rightfully, so he deserved it. I think quickly is going to be worth thirteen to seventeen million, just based off of his shooting prowess, based off of the fact that he's a combo guard, and also based off of the fact that I believe he's top ten in the league right now in defensive plus minus. He's first on the Knicks in deflections. I think him and Cam Reddish is, is first and second on the Knicks in defensive. Uh, uh, net rating and all that? Uh-huh. You talking about defensive net rating and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't just let that walk out of the door. You got you to gotta up some draft picks, man, to to to, to get off of Evan's contract, man. It, 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 for me, it's just no need to let quickly walk out the door. For why? That that's my that's my question to you is if, if you you're the organization why you gonna let him walk for what there's no young guards on the market that has the camaraderie and chemistry that quickly has and we got a relationship with him us as a fan base and me and you as people who do Nick content we watching these guys grow like they like our kids and shit like that like. So it it would be tough for me to see quickly go, but it, out of those three, he's the guy. He's the guy that's out for me. If we just sticking with those three, I mean, sad to say, but if you really look at the whole, if you look at the construction of this team, <clears throat> and you look how everything is going, mm-hmm. that's just the route of it. It's out of those three, you can't really say Deuce because Deuce has mm-hmm. been playing. You know what I'm saying? He's just now getting out there. And then the fact that Rose just went down, he, Tom is not letting Deuce go, bro. Not not while Rose is down because he knows he needs defense now. He knows he needs that because he don't got that offensive spark like, okay, I can go get that. 
That's the reason why a lot of people don't understand this. Deuce and IQ play very well together, I might I add. Like, we've been seeing that for forever, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. The thing that sucks the most, we only legitimately have two power forwards. So you're yeah. not giving up Randall, and you're not going to give up Oak. So we could just scratch that uh, off right now. Then when you uh, look at everybody else, you see, okay, I got Evan. I got RJ. Yep. Cam, yep. Those are your wings. Are you really letting go of any other one of them besides Evan? No. Then you go to the then you go to the then you go to the PGs. Brunson, Deuce, uh quick, because they want to consider quick that. You know what I'm saying? Uh Ryan, or however you say his last name. So who's out of that? D Rose. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like your best matchup. And then on top of that, when you think about, okay, you got D-Rose as the best guy to pick out of the PGs. When you look at Evan, you're like, ah, it's Evan, so I need something in return. Us as a Nick fan base, we don't want to give up the picks. So, unfortunately, IQ is out the door. He so there's some There has to be some type of headlining to attach Evan, and that's the sad part. I think that's the only reason why they're, t- they're picking up the phone, unless they're going to do a whole D-Rose and Evan together, and I don't see that happening. I don't see that either. Um, that's a that's a contender trade. That's not a you, you get what I'm saying. Like a contender would take that deal, not some not some rebuilding team, unless they want to take Evan and buy him out. But that would be pointless because Evan contract next year is an expiring. So, you know, the longer we wait to trade Evan Fournier, I think it's gonna be for us, and people don't get it. Like when you have a contract. That's descending. Mm -hmm. People don't get it's losing value. You're not gaining anything to it. And then you're not paying him. You're not doing anything with him. So people are looking like, why do I want that on my team? Nah, he's he's still a serviceable shooter. I think people will go off of his history and his track record and say, you know what? We know we understand the situation on the Knicks. Uh, Let's get him in our situation. A place like the Lakers. Would love to have a guy like Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier with Russ Westbrook off the bench. Russ got another shooter. I mean, it, you know, because we don't really we don't need him. Um, he, it's not that we don't need him. He just does not fit what we're trying to do. And when I have a guy like Jalen Brunson, who is making one of the most quietest bids to be an All Star, I've ever seen in my life i was just about to bring that up you you did stay earlier you know brunson is a funny guy so put us on what did you peep that we ain't peep um wow um Jalen brunson is the first guard this century to shoot above 90 percent from two-point range in every single game wow that wait, is what wait say that one more time Jalen brunson is the first guard this century to shoot above 90 percent from two-point range in every single game. <laughs> Yo, that's what you call, you know, the badge that you get on 2K, Midi Magician? He got yeah. that on a lock. Like, <laughs> Hall of Fame Midi Magician. Hall of Fame <laughs> difficult shots. Hall of Fame acrobat, all that. Oh, man. Brenton had 34 points, eight assists. I don't like the 20 shots, but I'll take it. Um, 
Brunson is a funny cat because I was making um, jokes about Brunson. Oh, and Jalen Brunson in the Eastern Conference ranks. Um, he ranks 12th in points. He's averaging 20.8 points per game. He's 7th in assists. He's averaging 6.7 assists per game on 40, 49% shooting. Six among guards. He's quietly making an all-star bid. He's a funny cat because I added Brunson yesterday, a couple hours before the game. And I added him and Papa Left. And I said, shout out to Papa Left. And I said, I send twenty. I send Papa Left twenty dollars every time Brunson throws an alley. Because that was my issue with him. Is you're a point guard, bro. You're paid a hundred million dollars to be the point guard. In no way, shape, or form, any game I'm watching as a Knicks fan should Quentin Grimes have more assists than you. In no way, shape, or form, me as a Knicks fan should R.J. Barrett have more assists than you. In no game, no game. That is you paid a hundred million. Do your job. Do your job. Throw some alleys, brother. Be a point guard. So, yesterday I'm watching the game. He threw an alley. I said, oh, Brunson watching tweets. Threw another alley. He threw an alley to R.J. Barrett. I said, oh, okay. Now you want to throw alleys, huh, motherfucker? Like, little stuff like that tells me, like, these players do watch tweets. (laughs) They watch what we say about them. Um, I believe that Brunson, though, is a mature basketball player. He's a mature point guard. So blessed to have him. Um, I believe he's a combo guard. I don't believe he's a point guard all the way. But at the same time, I do believe he's a point guard at the end of the day. So I think the people who have takes that say stuff like um, Brunson's not a point guard and Brunson's this, I think those takes his ass. And um, I already called out Papa Left and Jay from Florida about those takes. It, it, it's just those takes is idiotic to me. It, it, it's idiotic when you were subjected to Moutier, Frank Nilakina, Trey Burke, Alec Burks, Kemba Walker, um, Ben Udra, uh, 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 Jeremy Lin for two weeks, uh, Fat Raymond Felton, Tony Douglas. C- come on now. I mean, the only good guards that we had coming out of all of them, if you keep going, was you got Stephon Marbury for a minute, Jason Kidd, Pablo Pergione, Raymond Felton. <laughs> that's, oh. I mean, that's that's just for right now. Oh, let's give it to Nate Robinson when he was here. Oh, Nate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it, it's, I get where you're going, bro. I get where you're going with it. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, like, like, honestly, I'm going to ask you a question. Like, we both understand, like, what a point guard is supposed to do. I understand Jalen Brunson be ball hogging sometimes, but what do you want him to do? Be a point guard, right? I, I mean, shit. I mean, I'm going to be honest, bro. Not only is he being a point guard, bro, he's the most efficient player on the team. So mm-hmm. if if anybody's taking a shot with five seconds left on the clock, and they even in mid-range, because that's why I hope you would be to get a better shot. I'm letting Brunson take that shot all day. Yep. After what you just said, 90%. Like, bro, you can take that shot. You have the the super green light to take that shot every time. Every time. Every time. Do you hear that? That means if he takes 10 shots, only one of them shits is missing. 
Like, come on, bro. Come on. That's that's beast. But look, with the last six minutes of this, right? I'm gonna ask you this final question. And I, I really need that God honest truth. How do you feel? Who who matter of fact, not even how do you feel? Who should really be held accountable for everything that's going on right now? Is it got it? Is it Leon. the office? Mm -hmm. It's the front mm -hmm. office. Why you feel like it's front office? Because you you was going straight to Leon Rose with it. Let's let's go talk it, talk it. Go ahead, Eric. He's the one that set up the table. He's the one that's eating off Steve Mills' plate. He's the one that signed Evan Fournier to seventy eight million. He's the one that re-signed Julius Randle. He's the one that gave RJ Barrett the contract. He's the one that passed up on starting point guards to draft Julius Randle's backup because he was in on Jalen Brunson years prior. So I put this all at his his doorstep. I'm kind of done with blaming the players. I think that the players get enough flack on a daily basis. So that's why I'm going straight to the source. And that's Leon Rose for me. Um, Tom Thibodeau complaining about him is, is poppycock. I'll give you an example. My father, right? My father's 54, bro. My little brother and father always go at it, bro. I asked my father like, Three weeks ago, I said, "Yo, Dad, yeah, you gonna change the way you talk to talk to Quabner? Quabner, my little brother, that's his name. You gonna change the way you talk to Quabner? You know, what my father said to me, looked at me straight in my face, mm -hmm. said, shut your ass up. I'm the father. Just before that, like, I, I, if I can't tell an old folk to change their spots, what the hell? How am I gonna tell Tibbs to change his spots? So it's you know, with Tibbs, what you see is what we get. I'm just done blaming Tibbs, man. Tibbs is a garbage coach. I want him fired regardless. So, I mean, I am going to be honest. I can't say this. Mm -hmm. Tom is – he long-term-wise, he's really not the coach. He's, he's no. He can't be here for too much longer. But I will say this on my, on my end. I got to give the man credit, bro. A lot of people – and I, I felt like this at a point until I really analyzed it last night and really broke it down. He really did help develop. <laughs> like, like, as much as we don't want to agree, he, he really did. Because as much as we don't like him in his system, he got them to buy in. He got them to, he got them to do what it do. At the end of the day, you could say, yo, they're gym rats. They do this. But Tom literally didn't get married for the love of the game. So you think he not right there with him? Yeah. Like, like you got to understand that, like, make it make sense. Like, I tried to be like, nah, but then I had to really think about, like, bro, this, this dude don't have a whole wife because he loves basketball. So if his guys are in the gym, why would he not be there? So he, like, like we always thought, like, he probably sees what we don't see. Yeah. At the end of the day, just He's just too old school for the new age of the game. You feel me? So it's sad to say, but I got to give him credit, bro. He he really did help with the development. But, it, you know, it's more that comes with that. But that's just how I feel about it. Tibbs are forever being my gracious. I'll be 50 years old thinking Tibbs for R.J. Barrett's great Nick career. Um, he's the white Mark Jackson. Facts. Jackson. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody said it. 
<laughs> he's the white Mark Jackson. He's the guy. And I always said this. I've, I've said this to Evil. Me and Evil said this years ago when we first hired Tibbs. Like, he's not going to be the guy hoisting up the trophy for the Knicks when we do get to that finish line. He's going to be the guy that we're going, for, going to forever remember. Oh, Tibbs is the coach that got Grimes to be this defensive set, uh, defensively sound. Oh, Tibbs is the guy that got Cam Reddish to mature his basketball game. Now, Reddish is impacting the game without scoring. Oh, Tibbs is the guy that got Obi to get his three-point shot together. Tibbs is the guy that he's the first coach for R.J. Barrett. Like, yes, we give him that credit, but at the same time, you give him pack him up. <laughs> and pack him up. I still want him fired. That's a <laughs> fact, man. That is a Everything, fact. Bro, Everything he's doing, literally, he's not doing it because he genuinely wants to do it. That's the most aggravating thing about this shit. <laughs> Derrick Rose is hurt. Now you put Deuce McBride out there. I've been asking for Deuce McBride minutes since I've seen Derrick Rose the second game of the season. I ain't even want to see him no more. So my last thing is, Reddish, get healthy, bro. We need Reddish back so bad. He's the last piece I wanted to see, because I want to see on the court. I'm begging for this lineup. I just want to see it one time. I Brunson, got it. Well, we got, you, got 30, you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Brunson, um, RJ. No, Brunson, Grimes, RJ, Reddish, Randall. Oh! Got it. I heard it. I heard it, man. Stay. <laughs> Shout outs to you, my boy. Yo, we got to do, do this again, bro. For real, yeah. for real. Make sure y'all tap in, everybody. Fan to fan talk is lit. Oh, yes. guess what? This one's going to be an audio, too, y'all. Go to the website, VentureSeasonNetwork.com. Tap in. We lit. Your guy, Trippy OG, with my guy, State. We out of here. Yes, sir. We out of here. Back one time, two shots on the dime I write the pains in the lines No default when I shine No shade, is my prime Twist fade, I'm so high Signal drive-by, armin' on Mr. Nice Guy Slick talk, get your flip back by the mouth Slide off with your bitch so quit your body pound Let her bite down, eat she wanna drown now Lay the pipe down, send her off and flight bound Chain on froze, always on go, I get it by the boat Don't leave a stain, just pick your brain, you scream and snap his throat Money rewind, sink or swim, I better never choke In the race for the chest, my bank swole, who you pick? Thrill seekers, be legit, if you broke, you can't sit Money machines, body click, counting ditches, never slip, ayy I never slip, ayy Venture season zone, bitch, the lawyers run the game, fuck you think this the world tour, I gotta keep the shit raw That sticky, icky feel, hit a mill, watch me take off Slide up, twist up, face gone I probably to keep the same song I'm wildin', just hit the vape strong This the world tour, I gotta hit the shit raw That sticky, icky feel, hit a mill, watch me take off Slide up, twist up, face gone I probably to keep the same song I'm wildin', just hit the vape strong